This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 73. On today's episode, I want to talk to you all about what I call post-tour blues, or otherwise known as post-tour depression, but I just try not to say the D word too much. But before we get started, I would love to remind you that the Music Mentor Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the premier providers in digital audiobooks with over 180,000 titles to choose from in any and every genre you can imagine. And Audible titles play on iPad, iPhone, Kindle, and any Android device. And if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash music mentor, you can sign up for a 30-day free trial, and you will also get one free digital audio book download. So let me know which book you chose and why. So some of you have toured before, and you know what I mean, or you have you might have experienced something similar or obviously in your own way. You have your own way to describe it. You have your own experiences to relate it to and so on and so forth. But if you are a young musician or anybody really in general that is interested in the touring industry, there's something that I was kind of warned uh, of by some of my peers and I never really lived it and I never really experienced it or I never really went through it until I went through it, as uh, logical as that, that may be. And that is the whole sort of combinations of emotions that you go through after you come home from a tour. And it doesn't necessarily have to do it, even though I will speak a little bit about it, but it doesn't have to be related to the magnitude of the tour as far as how big the artist you're playing with is or, or the, the, uh, the venue sizes, as much as it has to do, in my opinion, with the length of time that you are out on the road. And I'll explain all of that in a second. Obviously, there's many types of tours. You have van tours. You have tours that you literally just get in your own car and you drive across the country or throughout the country. You do fly dates. You can tour the entire country on a tour bus or you have a charter plane and you travel across the planet on your basically own private plane with the crew and the, the rest of the band and so on. So there's many things, and I'm trying to make it as general as possible. But I think if there's one thing that I've learned in all my years touring, or that I've experienced, I should say, regardless of the kind of tour I've done, and I've been very privileged to do a lot of them in different sort of dimensions, is that there is a period of I don't want to say depression, but definitely of adjustment or readjustment to real life on numerous fronts. When I was warned about this sort of phenomenon, it had mostly to do, or my friend had mentioned it, uh, or the people that I had spoken to had mentioned it as having to do mostly with music. And by that, I mean with the actual act of performing every night or many nights a week. And all that came with it as far as, again, the music 
aspect of it or as much as closely related to the music as possible. So the physical act of being on stage every night and feeling the energy from the crowd, feeling that adrenaline rush or feeling the vibes that we get from the instrument, from the bandmates and all that kind of stuff or maybe the the anxiety that we might feel uh, before the show and the sort of cool down period necessary post show and the hang and you know after parties and all that stuff that has to do let's just say specifically with making music or performing but one of the things that I was never really told about that ended up being I guess one of the most difficult things to overcome or come to terms with were things that were incredibly easy to get used to and I'm going to share a couple of them, but one of them has definitely to do with eating and catering. And it's so basic and I never really thought about it. But the fact that you're on some of these tours and you can walk to a room, obviously at a specific time, depending on the kind of tour you're doing, but you walk to a room and there's food there. And most of the time it's phenomenal and it's free. And this is one of the easiest things to get used to. Like, I love cooking, and I know people that love cooking as well, but I can tell you as as a cooking lover um, now, I wasn't before, but I kind of learned to do it. The fact that you walk into a room and things are there and you don't have to do wash the dishes either, things like that, it's not really about being lazy, but it's just so comfortable to do and it's very very easy to get used to and another part of it is extremely easy to not have to pay for 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 that meal that you just had just very interesting and I really really like that of course and I miss it that's one of the things that I miss the most when I am not on the road or when I get home shortly thereafter because it's like it's not like I dislike cooking you're like oh man I'm so bummed I have to prepare this meal because I really really enjoy it however there's something very amazing about not having to A, cook, and B, clean, and C, pay for it, that it's just absolutely fantastic. When we are on the road, obviously, our job is to play music and to perform, unless, yes, we're, we're doing other things. Maybe we're, deal- we're tour managing or stuff like that. But you know what I mean? As a musician, most of the time, our gig is to play music and that is our job and we need to focus on that so one of the cool things uh, about being on the road and being on a tour is that a lot of these things uh, that normally we take care of ourselves are done for us and I don't mean sort of escaping responsibility and reality and neglecting things that we need to I'm talking about the sort of day-to-day little scheduling and planning that is virtually taken completely out of our hands and they're done by people that know what they're doing and that are phenomenal with logistics and they are fantastic with dealing with different personalities and different people and know how to answer the questions that you ask in a proper way so it works for you and you understand it and things of that nature. I'm very grateful to have worked with phenomenal tour managers and I would love to get this the following person here, this guy, this guy, my friend Tony Marino. He is an absolute genius, and I owe him so much from things I've learned on the road. And he's a person that 
helps out every musician so much, every person that he ever works with, every crew member, so that you focus on what you're supposed to do and what you were hired to do, which was to make music. So that is absolutely incredible, and it's very easy to get used to as well. Things that are done for you and things that things become structured. You know, you get what's called a day sheet. Um, but just to put it broadly, you know, you everything is programmed. You don't need to worry too much about scheduling. You don't need to worry about planning a lot. You basically just show up to play at the time you're told to play, at the venue you're told to play. Well, you're in the venue, at the venue with, with the rest of the people. But it's just amazing. And, and like lobby call times, that's something that I absolutely love. I, I, I am told what time I need to be downstairs at the hotel lobby and I time it so that I'm 15 minutes earlier, but I know what time I'm supposed to do. And then if there's other things that I want to do with my life, if there's recordings that I want to do, if I want to watch a movie or if I want to go out with friends, I know what time I'm supposed to be back so I can get enough rest and so on and so forth. And it, that is very easy to get used to. So the things that I love the most aren't necessarily musical. The things I miss the most, I should say, the things that sort of make me go through post tour blues or feeling a little down and a little bit like I miss things and that kind of feeling and it has to do with not necessarily musical things I understand this is a broad topic but the one thing that I would love to share with you is the following if you are going through any of this if you're going through times where you feel a little bummed because a what just happened is over and you're getting used to reacquainting yourself with life basically and how that can affect your relationships your interpersonal interactions with other people getting a job or getting back to your old gig or whatever it was there's many 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 things to deal with you also have to keep in mind that it's understandable that you know the future makes you anxious and not knowing if you're going to go to another do another tour and all that other stuff that's also a source of let's just call it anxiety so the the looking back the looking forward and being stuck in a sort of no man's land no woman's land middle can be a little tricky but again what i would like to always you know me i always like to focus on the positive so what i would like to end with is that if you have gone through uh or you're going through a period where it's a little tough and you're not really sure um, what life has in store for you, and you miss being on the road, and you miss the, miss the interaction, you miss the crowd, you miss and miss and miss and miss and all that other stuff. You need to learn and, and to value that and see it as whatever it is you're feeling as an indicator that you just went through an incredible experience. And, you know, what I said at the very beginning of the podcast as far as, like, the length, like, to me... The, the longer the tour is, the more the, the easier it is, obviously, to get used to the whatever the, the dimension of the tour is. And then going back might be a little tougher. So if it's a two-week run, it's not that tough. But if you're on the road for six, seven weeks, it might be tougher to, to overcome not living that way when you go back home. So in general, we must be grateful, as always, for every experience we've lived and, you know, take it as an indicator, again, of having just been through a very beautiful process that you wouldn't feel what you feel right now if you hadn't gone through. 
Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast. Mm-hmm.